Hello, 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 and welcome to the show. It's Wrestling with Entertainment, bringing you the latest exclusive news, previewing and reviewing the latest shows from WWE, AEW, New Japan, and everything in between every Saturday on YouTube and CastBox. I am your host, James J. As always, with me, Coleco Yachts. On the road again, literally on the road again. What it do, y'all? Mitch Mayhem. What's up, everybody? Everybody, go watch Borat 2. It's the fucking shit. <laughs> yes, it is. I love Borat's one of my favorite movies of all time. When I heard he was doing a number two, I was like, oh my god. Finally, a number two I can get behind. <laughs> Be glad you didn't bring up Rudy oh, Giuliani. God, that, oh, that's <laughs> oh, okay. I'll and Scooter Dust. <laughs> oh, good heavens. Makes me want to stick razor blades in candy and give them to kids. You mean your day job? No. And well. It's a great day for wrestling, depending on who you ask. Um, WWE is in a bit of hot water, but when are they not? Uh, they're being invest investigated for being a corona hotspot. Um, did, <laughs> did we see this coming? Most likely. I mean, all three spots and full sale was on the list even after they had stepped away from Full Sail for quite a bit of time. So, yeah, there's this is at, at this point it's it's not surprising. Right, but anything WWE does, AEW has to do bigger. Jericho, he's the COVID god. You know what I'm saying? He's got to go one up on everything WWE does. So, so if uh, he was at the biker event in South Dakota, I mean, so if the AEW yeah. roster comes down with SARS, then we got to worry. I have another joke, but I'm not going to go there. Do you think another that this disease. <laughs> You think that this ahead, may be was ex expected? I mean, you know, all things considering, even with what do you fucking think? Dudes are fucking sweating, well, and in bodily fluids are being exchanged. Absolutely. Well, well, in in terms of did is it was it expected? Yes. Dude, was if you go planned? out there and wrestle, unless you're in a bodysuit, it's gonna happen to somebody. People, people are treating this as if they, the WWE planned it, and they got they got to get that distinction. <laughs> I don't blame WWE. Like I said, Jericho, when it was even worse in June, May and June, Jericho was going to fucking Sturgis and in, in bringing people together for like huge super spreader events. Like, so I, I don't really fault. WWE as much as I do others, to be honest with you. Kaliko, you want to add anything to this? I actually fault WWE for this. And, and the reason Others being are being wor worse about it, I'm just saying. No, 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 no. 
And, and this is why, because you they have enough money to have adequate resources to get That's true. rapid test, no rapid testing. And the NBA but you know they don't give a fuck about went, their quote no, unquote no, but, but that's my but but that's my point. The They're NBA literally had a a, a four month bubble with no COVID tests because they took it seriously. So my point is they didn't take it seriously. So therefore, as a corporation, yes, they bear okay. the hell of a yes. lot of responsibility. It's been managed first with Donald Trump. I, Donald Trump's yelling I, about how it's a fake news virus. What do you expect? But that's got but, but but that's got nothing to do with them putting. Monkey, he follows the leader. Sorry, I, I get your point, but that's that got point. nothing. That's got nothing to do when, with as a corporation, putting your employees in the best and safest work zone. So but, therefore, but, okay, real quick, I have to say this. But for some businesses, that isn't. It goes. That's into. That goes against making money. That hurts their profit line, and thus, that's why they don't do it. That's irrelevant to you. I'm just saying that's, that's why that's that irrelevant. happens a lot because it's helpful to the bottom line. And That's all that matters. But to that's. Some but that's my. And I agree with but, you. It should be like point, that. I agree with you. No, no, no. But I get that. My point is, considering that we knew sports was going to be like this, the UFC literally. Set up a bubble. The SEC island, is setting up a bible. Yeah. NCAA are setting up bubbles. NBA. NBA up a did the best MLB. bubble. I think they did the best bubble, to be honest. And that's my point because they put in adequate resources right. and basically was like, "Yo, y'all can't go nowhere. We're gonna yeah. test you every fucking day." Like I said, and some businesses problem, don't want to cough that money up because it hurts their bottom line, and that's what they care about. That's what I'm trying to tell you. They don't care about the, the they don't but, care but about the, the well-being. But, but there the won't people. be a, But it only takes one outbreak to fuck up the bottom line point. And blank, they don't period. care so about that. The they're short-sighted. Okay. They're short-sighted for profits, Coleco. I'm okay. telling you. We know this. Come on. I'm just Talk. saying, like, this is this is vintage uh, business playbook shit. I'm we just got, saying. We got hot Mitch on tonight. I'm just uh, Yeah. I, I'm into what I'm talking about. I'm sorry. Can we please talk? I get, I get where he's coming from about profits. That you took from China. I get where he's coming from <laughs> as far as profits. It's from China. I, I get where. See, that's the thing. I get where you're coming from as far as profits, but guess who is on payroll? Guess who gets to be on the payroll? The camera crew, the setup crew, the fucking producers, the writers. Those motherfuckers ain't on no fucking individual fucking shit. The backstage crew, the catering crew, the corporate people that have to deal with that shit. That's what I'm talking about because they have to do it for them. They would have to do it across the board. And that's why I said it's on them. This is on them. I would would not be surprised if the WWE at some point tries to shift the blame onto their talent themselves. And that's where the they're kind of already doing that with the Twitch account shit. And, and that's where the, the issue is going to be because the talent, all the talent has to do, even though they're considered independent contractors, even by federal law, what? independent. But they're, they're not given the, the free, they're not given the freedom of independent contractors, but they're locked down. That's like my employees. point. But 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 you let me finish my point. Let me finish my point, because even if they're considered independent contractors, by federal law, they are allowed to have a safe working environment. Right. So either way, it's going to rip, it's well, going to rip them back in the ass. 
They should be allowed to make multiple paychecks too. We're gonna we're gonna create shirts that say "Independent Contractor Show Up, Spread COVID, and Leave." <laughs> Another thing. No, re- re- real quick. I know. Real quick. I know this is off topic, but uh, COVID glass. I, I heard the, the the Trump impression, and it just made me think of real quick. I just have to say this because we didn't talk about it. Think what you want, but I'm not talking about politics. I'm just the funniest fucking thing I've ever seen in any <laughs> political thing ever was when Donald Trump in the debate, the first debate, said, "No, you're a number two. I lost my fucking shit." That was I never thought I'd see that. So I can die in a weird way at least. I mean, I'm either, I'm either moving to Canada or directly into the sun. I haven't decided. I don't think he's gonna win, but yeah. Next up on the on the. That happened this week. Pat McAfee returned to NXT. I I call. I told you. <laughs> Fuck Pat McAfee. Oh, I'm come sick on. of because Pat he McAfee. did that backflip off the top rope. I'm sick of just celebrities getting their way, like getting handed whatever the fuck they want. Where's Steve McMichael when you need him? Yeah. <laughs> okay, that's different. Michael earned his fucking shit. Steven Michael's Mongo. He's a fucking man, dude. I love McMichaels. That's different. That's way different. Man, he was Bosch City, yo. Mongo, he was an all-star football player. Fuck off. He was made before wrestling. He was an all-star football player from the Bears, bro. That's and that's why they get to join the WWE. That's why they get to the He was one of the few that it fit. It fit. It, it, it just matched. It worked. That's what I'm saying. It doesn't work for everyone. People try to force it, but for a few, it fits them, and you it know, fit him. Back, it, it Brock, Brock, it fit Brock. Back onto subject. Um, Sorry. This is a big get for NXT, considering you know Rich Holland was supposed to take that rivalry over, and obviously catastrophe uh, ensued after that. Well, well. You, you can't make that inference just yet because you, while McAfee is in to manage the new NXT Tag Team Champions, Only Lorcan and Danny Birch, there's still the question of Kyle O'Reilly and his role in all of this. Ooh, okay. So you can't infer that Balor and McAfee is your next takeover main event, and quite frankly, it'd be stupid to do that. Now, <laughs> but they did Cole and McAfee, but, though. But but that wasn't a main event, and for what you're was, saying, Cole, they've done stupid that McAfee, fit, McAfee through the match. No, it doesn't. But they do everybody. things that don't fit all the time. But I can guarantee you that we are going to see Pat McAfee leading a War Games team. That's oh, what God I was thinking. God in heaven. Well, obviously, well, would you would you yeah. rather have a heel Pat McAfee and a heel Undisputed Era, or a heel Pat McAfee and a face Undisputed Era? I mean, uh, uh, I'd undisputed... go for the face Undisputed Era at this point because exactly. I hate Pat McAfee. Then he's done his job. I guess so. I just know I <laughs> I've always hated him. I've always disliked him and think he was a douchebag. Kaliko, your thoughts on Pat McAfee? Was he always trying to do this? <laughs> was he always trying to make me hate him? It's that, just, it's, yeah. It's, it's just, just that blurred line. Talking about when he was a kicker for the Colts. 
or Patriots I mean, or whatever he was. I mean, he for the one match he had, yeah, he, he did for. outdo expectations. So I mean, you got to give him some props there. So let's see where it goes. And something we don't know where it's going. This week on AEW Dynamite, we had a Chris Jericho MJF musical number. Uh, oh, God. That was kind of funny. Uh, Scooter, your thoughts on the musical number? Oh, God. Well, I can only imagine how the WWE is going to counter with the, the House of Horrors match coming up. Uh, they don't need Havoc. to counter program. They need to do their own fucking thing. But... but yeah, it's creative, and I'm just saying that react. You can tell when they do reactionary things, just because AEW is doing something. You can tell it, it probably was one of the most recent original things AEW has done in quite a while. Yeah. Well, uh, you on it, I mean, you that, liked it, disliked it. Indifferent. They do a lot oh. of original things. That doesn't mean it's good. They do a it, lot of it was, Super Bowl was, brawl. They they do a lot of unique out of the box. It, things. It, it, it it was funny and entertaining. It yeah. I think this the Super Bowl brawl back in the day was that in this work too. Yeah. When when you can take something out of the element on a pro wrestling show and 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 make it so it seems like it fits in. To that element, right. that successful. In fact, I'm uh, I'm gonna use an example from SmackDown uh, last night, and that's uh, you know a, a you know the whole thing with Otis and the Miz over the uh, Money in the Bank contract. They did something called Law and Otis. <laughs> yeah, with JBL as a judge, Ron Simmons as the uh, bailiff. Teddy Long is the uh, stenographer, uh, witnesses and and everything, uh, and it was so out of the ordinary, doomed to fail from first glance, but it worked. So it's that 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 spark of originality that just you, 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 and you gotta have the right talent to do it. Nobody else but Jericho and MJF could have pulled that off. You seem to really like it, Mitch. What were your thoughts on the segment? I said what I thought. I thought it was just it was out of the box and it was I thought it was funny because of who was doing it. They Jericho and MJF, they pulled it off well, so what about you, what about you, Coleco? I'm disappointed that Jericho didn't bring his singing chops. He didn't, he didn't bring his singing chops to it. I mean, I, I felt like MJF kind of outsung him. I think that was the point. Yeah, that might have been part of the but, point. But I would have thought that thought that Jericho would have brought the pipes. But that's just me. I think that was part of the joke. He's a rock. I think that was part of the joke, Coleco. Rock star leader. Coleco. I don't care. I'm just saying. I think that was <laughs> yeah. a part of the joke. It was that was part of the story. Man, please. I'm just saying. Man, please. Like that's like 
That's like Eddie. That's that's like when Eddie Murphy did the song with Michael Doesn't Jackson. Doesn't make it good. I'm and just Eddie Murphy you tried their story. No, 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 no. no, no. My, my point is, is that he tried he tried to outperform Mike, and Mike went to the next level. What? Jericho should have went to the next level. Do we, do we but other than that, that, I mean, it is what it is. You know, people gonna like it or hate it. Do we, Me, do we need if, another "What's Up with You"? Oh yes, I love that song. That song goes hard. What's up? What's up? What's up with you? I got some ice cream, and you can have that. <laughs> that was way before James' time. Come on. <laughs> oh yeah. Personally, way before his time. Personally, I'm not a big Broadway guy. Where you just break out into song. I honestly, I hate that. So that would probably be the biggest reason that segment did Next week, all musical episode of Wrestling with Entertainment. We're definitely gonna get sued. Oh, could it be? Could it be Grease Two thing? <laughs> oh my! Uh, Fowling, talk like a T bird. Reproduction. That will conclude all comments of the news. <laughs> <laughs> Is that all you think about? Reproduction. Okay, thank you, Ethan. Oh my God! I'll just use. I got your pistol right here. Where does the pollen go? I'll use the pooper pipe to get over this nonsense noise. I'll fart over it. Fuck it. That will conclude our news coverage, and we are wrestling with. The G1 Climax Dirty, it is finally over, and we are going to cover everybody and everything. Uh, me and Coleco had, after the G1, like a phys- philosophical conversation about the whole G1 and where we could go from here. I didn't see the end of it yet, so or I haven't heard about the end of it yet. Oh, well, you're going to hear about it now. Good. Let's, let's hear it, bitch. Let's start. Oh, from, oh. Wait till you hear. Let's start with A Block. Um, the ending of A Block. Uh, Jeff Cobb lost to Yujiro Takahashi. Yujiro That's fin- okay. I'm okay with that. Yujiro finished with one win and eight losses and two points. I'm okay with that. That's fine. Jeff Cobb uh uh ended with four wins, five losses. And some more hemorrhoids, probably. Yujiro Takahashi, probably not a, a first ballad uh, entrant for next year, G1. No? I hope not. And I bet he is. What about Jeff Cobb? It kind of seems like he's the bubble guy. Oh, after. Because right, he's fat? <laughs> no, I'm joking. <laughs> after, you know, after having a cup of coffee. Here in the states, for AEW, and, and putting on a thing. Oh, that's right. He show. did do AEW. That's right. Um, it, that was really quick. That was like a week and yeah, uh, in and out. It's a cup of coffee. But Jeff Cobb was one of those that you heard that was kind of picking up momentum a year or so ago. Yeah, but after AEW, I think he just like a fart in church just lingered away. Yeah, I think his performance on AEW soured him. He did not do well. He didn't do well. And I think I th- 
He was used as like an enhancement. I think him returning to Japan was uh, him tucking his tail and going where he thinks he can succeed. But the thing with New Japan is that I think Oro is his best bet, but yeah. If 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 you ever leave in sort of a disfavorable way, right, it, yeah. it will it will reflect in booking. Oh yeah, and that might be what's happening now. Shingo Takagi finished with four wins, five losses, eight points, and Minoru Suzuki ended with three wins, six losses. Um, uh, Kaliko, Minoru Suzuki. Um, what do you think he is in New Japan right now? How old is he? Real quick, hold on. Well, I'll wait my turn. Sorry, Uh, I'll wait my turn. He's fifty-two. Okay, that he's fifty. He's he's north of fifty. I'll I'll bring that up on my turn. It's really good. But to me, I mean. He's the never open way champ, so it's not like he's floating. You know what I mean? He's still he's still a fan favorite, so it's not like he's gonna fade into obscurity. You know, um, like Yujiro, for instance, because he's the he's the undisputed leader of Suzuki Gun, and as long as he's that, I, I feel like there's always gonna be something for him. So. I mean, as long as he puts out good matches like he does, I mean, the sky's the limit. I mean, I don't see him as as the top top where Okada, Naito, it in such a physical Jay White, but Mid Carter is good. Him, him, him in a tier with Tanahashi, Juice, um. Shingo, I, I think the, that'll work. Real quick, with the NJPW style, you have to be, like, not just in shape, but in really good shape. By the time he's 55, I don't think he's going to be able to be in that shape anymore. He's approaching, like, touch, he's you know. 52. Uh, he needs some days out in the next few years. He's approaching Tatsumi Fujinami territory in the early I mean, 90s. People do that. They're, they're stubborn, and they'll do it if you let them. But sometimes you got to, like, right. yeah. you gotta, he, you got to see that they're trying to do more than they can, more than they can chew, you know? He's got to be the New Japan guy that can... Yeah, he's the you know the the legend, so to speak. The, the veteran roadrunner. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That will that will get the talent over and not lose face. But he's he, he, he's got to yeah, right. I get. He's got probably a a year, maybe eighteen months tops. That's what I'm thinking. That's exactly what I'm thinking. I'm thinking you phase him out before he's 55. I give him. I, he's 52. I'd even give him three years. I just phase him out before 55 or 5. I think the guy. If he I give him longer shape, than that. If he stays. I think in the that's. Shape I think that's ridiculous. Man, wait, wait, he, 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 
with that kind of style, you need you, that you, you're asking a senior citizen to do that at that point. Come on. But he's doing it at a high level. Yeah, but the thing, but the thing, but the thing with New Japan is, when he's like 58, 60, it's different. But the thing with New Japan is they do a lot of six man tags, so I think. True, but how long can you that, mask someone like that before, like, after a while, you can't just always put them in a three-way tag, a three-man tag, you know? It's, 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 it's Andre. I'm just saying, it's done. I don't agree with it, though. But sorry, go ahead. But that'll mask him, because he only needs to really perform, right, what were you like... saying, Shooter? I didn't mean to interrupt you. Uh, no, I was speaking. Um, well, I was well, I say, thought I interrupted him, sorry. Where do you see Shingo Takage going? Because he got a win over Kota Ibushi, but lost to Okada in this tournament. And, you know, he didn't get to 10 points yet. Does anybody see Shingo maybe getting to a higher level from here? Because he's certainly a workhorse so far. He's a year away from being a year away. I... Yeah, I think Shingo Takagi is yeah is, is headed up from here. Um, you know, it's no secret that you know the G One allows New Japan to kind of you know mix and match, and essentially, some might even say that the G One is what New Japan New Japan plans the entire. Future year on, absolutely. You know, not just and not just with you know the you know the Wrestle Kingdom main event, but with the other talent. And I think, I think, you know what? I, I I'll go on record and say it. Shingo Takage within three years. Competing for the uh, New Japan World Title. I say within five years. All right. Somebody that they kind of stuck a, a rocket to their ass. Will Ospreay ended with twelve points and was in contention to win it all. Uh, I April. thought he was going to win it all. Uh, and on the last night, he beat Okada, who ended his G1 with twelve points. But it didn't seem like Okada got to those 12 points necessarily as easy as he has in other years. Um, do you want to start with Will Ospreay? Uh, new faction, um, which could be interesting. I haven't heard about that, no. What about the great Okan being the first member? I didn't know that. <clears throat> We'll see. We'll see. Because keep in mind, they did the same thing with the firing squad with Bullet Club. and look too many, there's, so, too many, I mean, yeah, there's too many groups in New Japan. And, and that's where I try to like... Well, New Japan treats the groups like dojos. So it's almost like Will Ospreay is trying to do his yeah, own but dojo. It's like they're... they're it's like gang warfare. Everyone picks a yeah, like but there, there's so many that it's hard to differentiate one from another, except like you know a few of them. I mean, like uh, uh, Naito's. I can never say the the, the Mexican sounding one. L I J. I'm not yeah L I J. There you go. 
Los Ingernables de Japón. Los Ingernables de Japón. Los Ingernables de Japón. That's easy. Uh, see, I think this whole you know, dojo you know, structure in New Japan is the closest thing we'll ever have of really seeing pro wrestling as an organized season and of course with yeah the g1 and i think in the future the other, you'll eat your words i think there will be more organized structures to where there's actual seasons in the future i don't know if it'll be wwe i don't think so but it will happen eventually but that that's actually the point i'm actually trying to make is that the these groups they give a sense of you know structure to a degree of being a legitimate major league sport right and you just when i heard you bring it up i just had to like respond that i yeah. i think that's the future like in in yeah. more, more structured way yeah i agree yeah. no uh Kazuchika Okada, um, this this is a, a very different Okada than we've seen in past years. Like like two Which years is, ago. Is that good or bad? Because he was the fucking man, dude. No, it's bad because you. Know, I know it's bad. That's what that was the. Uh, never mind. You didn't get what I was. That was the joke of what I was saying. But never mind. You know, he lost his mania two years ago with the red hair and the balloons. Um, and now it seems like he lost his identity in a much worse way. Scooter, what, what do you think Okada could do to maybe recover from this? If well, it depends on whether or not you consider this sort of a failed heel turn. Can I let me ask you real quick, guys? Let me go ask ahead, a question. Oh, sorry, sorry. Go ahead. No, go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, uh, okay. Uh, I was gonna say, what do you guys think the odds are that Okada gets frustrated with New Japan and goes to his buddies in AEW? Absolutely not. Think no. so? No. We'll I, 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 I think I, with new I, management, it's more likely than it ever has been. I, I would see Okada going back to Impact. Before wow, that's a stretch. I don't think I that would ever happen. I mean, if he, I mean, Don Callis, then if he's losing his crap in New Japan, he might as well go back to Impact and the shitty role that they were putting. Oh, him in. he better not. He's but, the fucking rainmaker, bro. He, you know, go back to fucking Kato. Now, how many times? Do Okada and Kota Ibushi get compared? They get compared a lot, don't they? I, I think I compare them constantly. Yeah, so it's that notion of, of when people talking about Okada, then they really mean Kota Ibushi. <laughs> so it's... He's the younger... Uh, uh, Ibushi's the younger... Uh, version of Okada. Yeah, and that that's he's either he's either gotta take it like all the way to one extreme 
or to the opposite end. There's no middle ground here. That's what the new the the Japanese do best: take things to extremes. Speaking of uh, Kota Ibushi, uh, he on the last day of black matches, he defeated Tai Chi in 17 minutes and 12 seconds. Good. And the whole match was unique because not a single punch was drawn. They kicked each other for 17 minutes. 158 kicks were drawn uh, between the two men. Uh, That's stupid. Okay, I don't like that. I I like the psychological stuff where, like, say you like you get into a kicking war and you try to act like you're getting into it, and then out of nowhere the heel turns around and grabs the dude by the balls or by but you know rakes the eyes or you know what I mean. Like you, you got to do that for me. You got to do that psychological shit. Get on one of you. Has anybody been kicked 158 times during the match? I don't think anybody's ever counted. Like, <laughs> the number of I think the most I've been kicked in the match is like 12. But but that doesn't count punches. <laughs> See, and I'm and I'm wondering if while going through that match, they decided to throw the Okay, I'm gonna work one body part. You're gonna work this body part out the window. Yeah, yeah, I would have chose that over a kicking war. Now the question is, did they plan to not throw a single punch? I would imagine. They I would hope so. I, I, I would imagine I that. Would imagine. That's that's really an interesting statistic. Because that's the kind of stuff people remember. Well, and but, but it kind of almost got lost in the shuffle, like because it seemed some parts of it seemed forced. Then when you do that, it can it, like you can seem make it seem contrived and forced if you now, do it. Now, if, if you know, if each guy you know threw you know seventy nine kicks. Yo, know, back and forth, and it happened in sequence. Yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> it's just like they're just throwing him the first spike. Yeah. Kalika, yeah was, what did you like, think of the match? Huh? Kalika. It's that inner, it's just that entertaining aspect. I, I, that's what I saw it as. Because, you know, New Japan, J- Japan in general, do some quirky shit. So, yeah. this is really in their alley to do. I mean, Kenny Omega had a 18-minute match with a doll that lasted longer oh, than his match. <laughs> so that tells me. So Japan is known for doing some awkward stuff. Taichi ended his G1 with eight points. Uh, Kurobushi ended by winning the block with a definitive 14 points. Uh, nobody got close to him. And I'm sure we'll be talking more about uh, Kota in the future. Um, Jay I want to White- know about the other block if my prediction won that one, but yeah. We'll Jay get to White it. Uh, finished the block with 12 points, uh, 6 wins, 3 losses, and Tomohiro Ishii had 4 wins, 5 losses at 8 points. <laughs> Fuck off. Uh, well, Tomohiro 
actually cost Jay White the, the whole G1. He could have beat. He could have won. Thank God. Uh, no offense, Coleco, but it's just what it is. I didn't want Jay White winning that. Well, my thought process is it was going to either be Jay White or Coda because they always put the winner of the G1 in the final. So I that was, assume the way they were boosting up Coda in the beginning for a repeat, I was assuming the Coda would. But. Well, if you look at if you look at the last what three years of the G one, I thought Okada, Okada would beat him though. But yeah, the winner the winner of the G one always made the final. Yeah, so and that's why I was like I, I chose over I I chose with my heart with Okada. That's why I gave Coda like the biggest. Like jump, but I was like, if they went another direction, I it would have been Jay White. And uh, you know, the only setback of that Jay White has at this point is that he's a gaijin, and honestly, that is the biggest setback for him. He's still kind of young. Going back to uh, B block. <laughs> Real quick, whoa, whoa, whoa. That's that's something against him. Though he's still kind of young. He's not as seasoned as others yet. True. So that's that's something against him. I'm just saying. True. Uh, Yoshi Yoshihashi ended with two wins, seven losses, four points. Uh, what do we think of Yoshihashi, Kaliko? Fuck Yoshihashi. There you go. Thank you. <laughs> So, fuck Yano too. Yano uh finished with three wins, six losses, six points. Everything's right with the world there. Still three more wins than he should have got. <laughs> Goofy Budo baby looking motherfucker. Hiroki Goto finished with four wins, five losses, eight points. Juice Robinson uh finished with four wins, five losses, eight points. Um does anybody He's got to get rid of that pedo stash. That looks creepy. Does anybody see Juice Robinson maybe getting to 10 points next year? Because I would have no. said he would have got to 10 points this year, considering what he did last year. Uh, You already made your point, Mitch. Uh, Scooter, your thoughts? <laughs> um, quite honestly, uh, you know, I I think he just might. I didn't make a point. I was just saying something <laughs> stupid, but yeah, okay. Kaliko, your thoughts? I mean, the B block is just was like the even block, so I just, you know, people getting a lot of people got a, little, a lot of shine, and and it was just like top the top heavy dudes did what they were supposed to do. But the one person we did that I had faith in last year that they disappointed in, he snuck through the back door when I asked. Which, I mean, I'm kind of happy, but I felt like it was a year too late at this point. Then we have Hiroshi Tanahashi with four wins, five losses, eight points. And Zack Sabre Jr. with five wins, four losses, ten points. Uh, kind of seems Tanahashi is on the twilight of his career, while Zach remains relevant enough to get 10 points. So, there's that. Then we have our two main events. 
Kenta had five wins, four losses, and ten points. And Tachiya Naito, who probably had the best G1 out of anybody, with six, one, six wins, three losses, 12 points. Kenta had more of a rivalry backstage with the cameraman than he did actually in the G1 with the wrestlers. Uh, if you guys understand what I mean. I know Coleco does. Well, say that again. There was a, uh, the whole gimmick with Kenta this year was that uh, there was this fat cameraman, and every time he came, uh, he lost matches. But whenever there was the skinny, are you man, fucking kidding me? Oh my won. god, <laughs> that's retarded. Oh, it got over. That's. I just think that's stupid, personally. And uh, what are your thoughts on Tachiya Naito, who probably had? The best eight, nine matches of his career. Well, I picked. I said it was going to be Okada and Naito, or it was going to be either uh, it, that Bushi and Okada were is going to come down to them in their bracket. So I was wrong with Ibushi, you know, being the one to go over. But I, I got it right with Naito. I, I saw that coming. What about you? Well, he didn't win the B block. Oh wait, Naito didn't win the B block. Nope. That was. Nope. Uh, oh, I thought he did. You were saying he did. No, I said one of our main events. Oh, well, fuck. Then I'm wrong. Okay. <laughs> uh, what was your thoughts on that uh, Naito's uh, B block, Coleco? I mean, it was either he wins B block and picks his challenger, or this happens. So it gives him time to defend the title to build himself up so it, it made sense in that regard because keep in mind Okada was the champ last year and he eliminated half the field and still got eliminated that brings us to our main event Evil had finished with 6 wins 3 losses 12 points and our B block winner, Sonata, finishes with six wins. What? What? Are you fucking kidding me? After all that time, and I was on him for to be like the, the, the breakout star, and then he got shit on, so I thought that wasn't going to happen. After all this, they went with Sonata? Oh my god. I'm okay with it, it's just. that's. I thought he was out of it. I mean, I think everybody felt that at the beginning of it. But I did predict him to be the breakout, him and Osprey as breakout stars, so I got that right at least. What about you, Scooter? What do you think about Sonata making the finals? That's uh, crazy. Yeah. Wow. It, I'm, it, I'm, I'm glad. I just, it came out of nowhere. He he, he must have gotten strong in the last like, half of it. Sorry, go ahead. Scooter. Yeah, it just, uh, it's just really, uh... Huh? It's just really surprising. I mean, I don't think there's anything else to say but that. Yeah. <laughs> Coleco, I know you have strong feelings. Yeah, it got quite quick. The, the good news is he did the ultimate backdoor sneak, nigga. If anybody did, 
if that was a back door to be snuck in, he snuck in the bitch. And I was, I was mad to... that they shit on him. I was like, they shit on Sonata. Remember? Oh, they were shitting on Sonata. They were. But... That's why this is so shocking to me. Holy but, shit. But the... But but the thing is, it was I, and it was funny because me and me and James were like, I was texting, I was like, "Holy shit, he won the block!" I'm and glad. I, and I, but then I realized he was just won the block to get set up for a slaughter. <laughs> oh, is that what happened? Oh. <laughs> like when you realize why he won the block, I was like, "You bitches!" Deeper and easy fall guy. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, "You." That's that's about right. That's exactly what happened with him at the New Japan Cup last year. I was like, oh my god, Sonata, he's gonna break through. No, Okada gonna beat the shit out of him. How was that match, though, Obushi and Sonata? Let's hear about that. If you go back and you listen to the crowd during Sonata's two matches with Evil and Kota Obushi, loudest fucking clapping you'll ever hear at a I said Sonata's got fucking juice. Yeah. Sonata's a star. I'll put it this way. Son- and, and I know James is going to get to it, but Sonata losing the G1 final was the crowd, the way the crowd reacted, it was similar to when Naito lost last year in the Wrestle Kingdom main event, oh. the crowd was just fucking like, wow. For real. Oh, the crowd like, was behind I, Sonata. 100%. The crowd was 1,000%. Oh, wow. Maybe, maybe NJPW will hear that and I don't know. Maybe. We'll see. Let, let me, uh, you know, elaborate about Set it a little up. bit more. Kota Bushi defeated Sonata in 35 minutes and 12 seconds with a Kamigawa. Oh, okay, 35-minute match, okay. Um, Kota Bushi has won two straight G1s in a row and has... Um, One of the few. And has been in the finals three times in a row. Uh, nobody's right. ever been three times uh, at the, uh, in consecutive years. Yeah, right. no one's never been back to back to back, but there's been back to back winners. Okada was back to back. No, he wasn't. Yeah, uh, Chano yeah he, was. he was back to back. Tenzo. He wasn't back to back to back. No, he I'm wasn't. Saying. Right. Uh, Chono or, and Tenzan were the only two men to go back to Okay, whatever. I'll take your word for it. Whatever. <laughs> uh, but what? the, honestly, the biggest story was how. The crowd was so behind Sonata. Uh, even Good. on Twitter, Rocky Romero took a poll and he said, Who do you think's going to win? Uh, 65% chose Sonata. Good. And, and you know why. And, and, and the reason why is because. Is Kona a heel or a face? He's a face. He's a face. Oh, but wow. The, but, that's but even the, more. Okay, that's but even the more way, The way the G1 has always been set up, it's usually like the defending champ makes the final, and then he loses the final. So you would have thought, prime example, when Kenny Omega won it the, like a couple years ago, and then he made the finals for the next year, you would have just thought, oh, yeah, he's going to steamroll. But then Naito beat him, and that's where we were like, okay, it, it makes sense. The way New Japan books it is that the defending champ makes it to the final, so it shows a carryover that the person that beat the person is now the person, right? 
And that's what I thought they were going to do this year with Sonata, because it was like, holy shit, there's no way he's going to go back to back with this shit. And then, sure shit enough, he went back to back, and everybody was kind of pissed. Because that was the expectation. And 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 that and I get it, because the crowd has been accustomed to that expectation. But when it didn't happen this year, and the fact that it happened with Coda, and it feels like Coda's getting put in the same way as Okada in a sense of being thrusted into the spotlight at the expense of a fan favorite. That's where I think it's going to have some friction. That's where I think it's going to have some friction because keep in mind when 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 Naito lost the G1, that's why I said when when Sonata lost this, it felt like the, the Russell Kingdom Naito lost. The crowd was not happy. It was like, what the fuck? When Kota Bushi was announced as a winner, dead silence. Dead silence. So, my question to you, Scooter, is, if not now, when should they pull the trigger on Sonata? Probably, probably within the next year. You know, we said that last year. And here, here oh, we God, are. Did we? <laughs> what about you, Mitch? Your thoughts? When should they pull the trigger on Sonata? I told you, I thought they should have pulled the trigger this this tournament. I told you, he. I thought he would have been the standout of the tournament and go far. I said that this he would at least maybe go to the finals. Or that's what I would have done if I was booking, personally. Uh, I wouldn't have, been, but, but but I wouldn't have had him lose. If he got here, I wouldn't have had him lose. His first one, I wouldn't have had him lose. And we know Coleco feels that they should have pulled the trigger on Sonata last year. Yeah, yeah they should have pulled it now. Because last year, I felt like last year he was like, it felt new, and and every and and the crowd really loved it when it was new. Hey, and, and, and the crowds. Dude, they, they obviously spoke in this time too. They were, you said they were way. If if they were way behind him as much as it, it sounds like, then I don't well, see I, how I will, you could not go with Sonata in the future. I, I will make this prediction: Sonata will win the the G one the, the cup. Next he year, he will win the cup next New year. Japan Cup. He will win the New Japan Cup. I wish he they. Was, I wish instead of every year there was like two kind of tournaments, like one for Christmas or something. That'd be awesome, or or Thanksgiving. But 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 with COVID, they they moved the G one got moved up from the summer. So. And uh, we are going straight into power struggle after this G one, uh, and that is a long conversation for another show. So we saw. Hell yeah, it is. We shall conclude our G1 coverage here for this year. 2020 G1 Climax is in the book. We have covered it all. The it's Climax has climaxed. True. Uh, and uh, we will cover everything G1 in 2021 as well when it happens. We are wrestling with... Who knows at this point with everything, but yeah. WWE Hell in a Cell preview. 
And if you're smart, you will listen to WWE Hell in a Cell. Well, Scooter? Oh, no rematch. First off, we have Jeff Hardy versus Elias. Who wins Scooter Dust? Well, this should really be a battle of the bands, quite honestly. You think we're going to get a musical uh, match here? Uh, eventually, not here, but both guys can, uh, play. But who wins? Uh, probably Elias, since it's his first match back. Well, that's it, it's and his first they're, match they're establishing him as a heel, so. What say you, Mitch? Ask the question again. Jeff Hardy versus Elias. Jeff Hardy. Coleco? Elias. SmackDown Women's Championship Hell in a Cell match. Bailey versus Sasa Banks. Who wins Mitch Mayhem? Bailey. Scootle? Uh, I think it's about time. I think this is the end of Bailey's record winning, uh, record-breaking title reign. Oh, that's uh, what everyone thinks. That's why I went with I Bailey. I mean, of, co- of course, um, Sasha will lose it next week. So, and then everything will keep spinning. Uh, but then, but with the way they're pushing, uh, Bianca on SmackDown... Whoever's the champ, whoever's the champion out of this is is due for a uh, feud with Bianca. Yeah, she's getting pushed. Vince likes her. Kaliko. If all that's the case, then it has to be Bailey, right? Drew McIntyre versus Randy Orton, WWE Championship in a Hell in a Cell match. Uh, Mitch Mayhem, who wins? If... Was this the fourth match? Uh, this is the third match. I If he hasn't won by now, nah, Drew McIntyre. Scooter? Every time they fought, we've always said, Edge, Edge is gonna show up. Yeah, that's true. I said that. I know. Edge ain't showing up. Um, I think COVID changed that. I think he but, was going to. Yeah, it, it's got it's got to be Drew. They're not losing steam with his push, uh, but three times is the the limit for times the lady for title shots. That this has to be. It, so it's uh, Drew. Galico. They've been beating a lot of feuds to death, though, like ah. Bailey and Sasha. They they they've had that on and off for what two years. Now with Bailey as the heel, though. Right, but they had them as a as a team, like uh, hinting at a breakup for like two years. Just saying. Before Galico. they did it. Drew. 
And our last matchup, Roman Reigns versus Jay Uso, Universal Championship in a Hell in a Cell I Quit <laughs> match. Mitch, who wins? Roman makes him fucking cry like a little bitch. Scooter? They're gonna do something where... You're gonna hang him. No, Jay... <laughs> Jay is gonna appear to say I quit, but then it's gonna be revealed that it's actually Jimmy. You're gonna do some fucking mankind shit from 99? Because... Is that what you're saying? That's what that's what they did uh, on SmackDown. They tricked Roman uh, with a video of Jimmy. Only they did that in 1999 with Mankind. Yeah, they, they've done it with you know, with uh, with the Bellas, with Kurt Angle awesome. and his brother. The first time um, was the Mankind and Rock one, though. Yeah, but. That's what you I remember, at least. I, I, I don't think I've ever wanted someone to win a match so badly as I actually want Jey Uso to win. But yeah, I couldn't give a fuck less. So that's, but, that's a win for Roman. Is that it, it's, it's, it's gonna be Roman... But the man. You no, know, what I mean is that, like, if Jay can't get me behind this, like, with the storyline, if he can't get me, like, rooting for him, then I'm just saying that's a failure. In yeah, my opinion. It, it's it's going to have. But that's just my personal opinion. It's good. This match has to have some serious implications. Right. Like, going forward into pushing. Roman's next opponent, which unfortunately, un unless they decide to do a Universal Championship match uh, instead of a WWE Championship match on its own, like they did last year, uh, then Roman's leading Team SmackDown. Uh, and I would have said, you know, if. See. This is where I think Keith Lee should have gone to SmackDown because Keith Lee yeah, I kind of should be Roman Reigns' <laughs> next opponent. Shouldn't be Drew McIntyre's next opponent. But, yeah, to stop my rambling, Roman. What about I kind of agree with that. What about you, Coleco? I, I've always said that this has to be D bigger than a win with these two. And so far, it has, for my expectation, it's delivered. Because I'm like, damn, like, that's so good. Okay, here, real quick. Uh, let me clarify. It's a, I think Roman's performance has been great. I just, I personally, I, I, maybe others uh, are taking Jay's performance and, like, really getting behind it. But me, personally, I'm not. I'm more behind Roman. And I think that just says something when you have a story like this where it depends on, like, you know, the goodwill and the feeling bad for Jay and things like that, you know. Honestly, I feel like that this feud is not even about a good guy, bad guy. It's about, in my eyes, I'm protecting the family. Right, well, yeah. I, and, I like, in Roman's eyes, he sees himself as, yo, I put the food on the <laughs> table, know your role, and Jay's like, bro, I've been held back so long. 
and he's just the scrappy challenger trying to be the next, you know, great. A different, a different, a different spin of Owen and Brett, right? They, like, there, there needs to be it's a, a really, different, different spin, but yeah, there, there needs to Same be a, a really shocking moment. And actually, with, with when, when Mick said hang, hang him, you know. Oh, I just thought of something. I'm thinking the lay comes into play. What I if think, I just no, I just thought of guys? I, I think I think the dad comes in oh. to this role. I, I can I real quick. On, let me let me just finish this thought. Ah, that Naomi is gonna get speared. What if Jimmy makes Jay lose? That, they did that already. Did they do uh, that already? Oh my god! That was yeah, Jimmy that threw in the towel. You got to think, like Jay didn't get pinned. He he threw in the towel. So I mean, it's that's actually a possibility, and it does build potential for the future when Jimmy can that's return. That's That's actually a very good possibility here. But see, I'm expecting dads to come out because. This is uh, where I don't know about that. Not, no, no, no. Uh, no, no, no. I, I don't think I, they would be exposing themselves at this age. Like, I'm sure they're staying inside I, as much as they can. Rikishi, I, I, I'm expecting Rikishi. Maybe not. Rikishi Roman is a hundred for a wrestler age. You know what I mean? We talked about this a few weeks ago. Rikishi's not a hundred, but I mean, okay. <laughs> with the the Roddy Piper rule of you don't live past sixty four as a wrestler. So what I'm saying is, a 60 year old wrestler is like a hundred year old regular person. Do you see what yeah, I'm saying? But, but Rikishi's of the elk where he kind of took care of his body. It ain't, it ain't like he. I'm just uh, like no, shit. he still did roids. He still did other things. I know for no. Fact. I'm saying he he ha- he's on the better end compared to most. I'm just saying he did the same things. I think he he he, he you're, still. You're, you're dooming him to an early grave here. No, <laughs> what I'm saying is he still. Hold on. He's still the the Roddy Piper handbook of like sixty four is being like a hundred in real real human life. You're, well, I'm just saying he's old for wrestling. He's, he's he's old in wrestling years. That's all I'm saying. He's old in wrestling years, but so but what I I'm would saying be careful is, in terms of COVID. No, no, I'm not. Yeah, I get that point, but I don't think he's because my <laughs> thing is this. It's I see what you you're remember, saying, but I just yeah, whatever. Just, just, hold on, just let me finish this thought because remember when Roman won. Or when when, the, when Jimmy threw in the towel, Roman grabbed the lay and distinguished himself as the man or as the chief. I feel like the only way that this match is going to happen is if somebody else other than Jimmy does it. And that's where I think a another or another. You say what? I said if if that even did have let's just say hypothetically for a second that that happened, mm-hmm. but I I I wouldn't have Rikishi by any means beat up Roman. I would no, have him no, try no, no, and no. get his ass beat. It's not Rikishi coming out to touch anybody. It's Rikishi coming out to save his son from getting his ass beat. Okay, but my point is he can try all he wants, but Roman's gonna knock him into next week. No, you're missing the point. I'm not talking about like when Jimmy came out. He didn't come out to fight. He came out. Okay, but my help. point is, he but Roman can still get to him as a bad guy. Roman needs to do some bad shit and like come, come and blindside his uh, uncle. That's why 
I think it's going to be Naomi. I can see that happening, too. It could be, but Naomi's mm, drafted the Raw. That's where it's like... What's a pit preview to all now? I'm just saying, I think Roman's going to do something vicious again. He would have to, but... Uh, but to me, the person who's taking it is going to be Jay because keep in mind, it ain't like Rikishi can unlock the door and go in. Yep. Right. I'm, why, what I'm saying is like the, the most that can come out of that is just Ro- Roman beating him down. I like, mean, you, you can't beat Roman up. Even if you tried. There's a very, 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 very long shot. And I know... There's a habit of us speaking things into existence here. Edge is returning this match. <laughs> oh fuck! What? Him. He's mocking me. Uh, no, um, Edge makes his return. Oh, you were <laughs> serious? I thought yeah, you were joking. Joke. 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 I've said that so many fucking times. Just what if? Joke. What if? Jay has sought out somebody. Who? Roman's past. Depends on who. Seth? Seth? Brock. Ooh, oh, no, you gotta do that. No, 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 no. Heyman has to be involved in that, and it has to brew around Royal Rumble to, to WrestleMania. It's like a specific period where you need to do that. I promise you. This is not the timing. Not yet. But the thing is, is that... No. Brock... Yes, do that. Do it, but not yet. Not Brock, yet. Brock could do something... And then he brought started in January. Disappear for another couple of months without. That's true. Yeah, you know, anything. And it could be. It but, depends on. Okay, it depends on if they if if they do it right and they do something to where he comes in, lingers over Roman, and then comes back in a few months around Royal Rumble time. Okay, but they would have to execute it right. And we know WWE. I get your point, but the but the rumor is Brock is coming back for Drew. Right, but before then, they can do that feud, and then, like, maybe uh, the pay-per-view in between Royal Rumble and, uh, like, what, like uh, Roadblock or whatever the fuck it is this time, uh, they could have that little blowout and then transfer to, you know, Brock winning or now, whatever they're going to do. However or, since we've seen him on the walls of the Thunderdome, Goldberg. God, no! God fucking no! It'll lean toward, Dude, it'll I'm gonna riot. If gold. Goldberg wins a fucking title in near 60, I'm gonna fucking riot. It, it, it leans towards more Goldberg than, than Brock. Oh, God, that, that would literally make me not ever want to watch WWE again. I'm serious. I mean, think of who we've seen on the walls of the Thunderdome. We've seen Goldberg. We've seen Mark. We've Henry, seen a KKK clan. And we've seen Jeff Jarrett of all people. <laughs> and uh, I think we'll conclude our coverage of Hell in a Cell for now. Um, and we will be reviewing that show next week. But till then, we will conclude this episode. Um, but before we go, I'd like to announce that me and Scooter did an interview earlier this week with independent pro wrestler, uh, Whiskey John. 
uh, from WCWA. Yeah. In uh, Arkansas. And that will be dropping on Wednesday. Where in, where in Arkansas, Russell? Like Russell? Uh, Fayetteville. Okay, that's a few hours away. Wednesday. Oh, like hmm, Arkansas. That's college. I campus. have family yep. from there, yeah. They'll be dropping on Wednesday during uh, NXT and Dynamite, so look out for that. It's If you want to know what it's like to be starting out your pro wrestling career in the pandemic era, uh, this is a really good insight on what it's like. Wouldn't you say, Scooter? I would say so, yes. I actually say that's pretty close. So it's it's north northern Arkansas too, isn't it? More along the Alabama, more, more to more northeast. Central. Okay, yeah, yeah. Uh, Russellville's more like center north. Yeah, almost like towards Missouri. Until, Fine. Yeah, it's more towards Missouri. Until then, if you like the show, please like, subscribe, comment, vote on YouTube and Castbox. And if you want to join us on Twitter, uh, we're always willing to talk about wrestling. I am at JamesJ993. Where can they find Coleco? I am Coleco. Let's... Man, Sonata. Just hurt my feelings. <laughs> just, just, damn it, man. Don't tweet them, but where could you they find them? Talking about you, if they want to, yeah, if anyone wants to, uh, at Mitch Mayhem X, but yeah. And Scooter Dust. Well, you can tweet me at Scooter Dust. Mm, excuse me, at Scooter Dust and represent the UNB Network. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, my voice cracked. You did that, James. <laughs> I, I had to hold it aloud. I'm sorry. Fuck both of you. For James J. For Coleco Yachts, Mitch Mayhem, Scooter Dust, <laughs> I'm James J. This is Wrestling Way. Fuck Mitch and Scooter. Entertainment. Uh